Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Kelsey Tamburino. Federal Energy Regulatory Commission Chair Richard Glick is one of President Joe Biden's biggest allies when it comes to putting climate change at the forefront of federal energy policy. That may cost him his job. See, Glick has pushed policies that have angered prominent lawmakers on both sides of the aisle in the Senate. Former Chairman Neil Chatterjee did point out that the fact that Senator John Barrasso and Senator Joe Manchin were both so critical of Glick and of the commission earlier this month, he said that's really not a good sign for the chairman getting reconfirmed. That disapproval from two of the Senate's most important voices has put Glick's future at risk as his current term on the commission ends this summer. Today, Politico's Catherine Morehouse on why Richard Glick is in the hot seat and what that means for President Joe Biden's climate agenda. It's Wednesday, March 23rd. So, Kat, remind us, who is Richard Glick and what sort of rules and policies has he pursued as FERC chairman? Richard Glick is the chairman of the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission. He was appointed to the chairmanship by President Biden in January of 2021. But before then, he was actually a Trump nominee, nominated as part of a pairing with a Republican commissioner, and he's the Democratic commissioner. So he served as commissioner for a while before taking the chairman's seat. And I think that for him seemed to formulate a lot of strong opinions about what FERC was doing, what FERC wasn't doing, and the direction that he wanted to take it as chair. So on the gas side, he has made adjustments to the gas policy to try and make the commission examine the environmental and environmental justice impacts of pipelines more seriously. And he's also undone a couple of rules that were passed under the Trump administration that made renewable energy more expensive in regional markets. He has also undertaken a couple of rulemakings, one on transmission, which is expected to be a big deal. And he's also developed a significant record through technical conferences on the different ways that the regional energy markets can more generally be better aligned with climate goals and with bringing clean energy resources online. But right now, not everyone seems to be happy with Glick. Who wants him out? What's been the reaction to some of these policies? So the most substantial reaction has been about his pipeline policy. And this pipeline policy passed in February, three to two, with the three Democratic commissioners voting in favor of it. But a lot of senators, including Senator Manchin and a lot of the Republican senators, were really mad about this. And they made that clear in a hearing earlier this month. And at one point, Senator Lee even threatened to disband the commission altogether. There were threats to potentially undo the policy through Congress. And basically, people are pretty mad. So yeah, just for context here, what does this mean for Glick's future at FERC? When is his term expected to end? And do we have any indication from him or the administration on whether he wants to stay on? Yeah, his term ends June 30th. And for him to get renominated, the president would renominate him. I haven't heard anything from the White House about that, but Chairman Glick has indicated that he would stay on for as long as the president and as long as Congress would have him. 
With the Senate really upset with him about some of these gas policies and with Senator Joe Manchin in particular upset with him, it's unclear whether they would vote to reconfirm him. Moving forward, if Glick does leave FERC, how could that impact the agency and the Biden administration's clean energy agenda? I think what people fear the most is that FERC would be left with another two to two deadlock, which we saw last fall. There was more than one really critical electricity issue that FERC essentially wasn't able to decide on because the commission was deadlocked and couldn't agree on what to do. And so both of those orders, they passed by default, but they're not substantive orders. There are still a lot of legal questions about whether those orders will stay. And so folks just really don't want to see that kind of uncertainty, particularly with these really critical rules like on transmission and on the power markets. Mm -hmm. So, Kat, there's an open meeting at FERC on Thursday. What can we expect from that meeting? One thing that is on the docket is these two policy statements that the commission passed last meeting. And Chairman Glick and Commissioner Willie Phillips have both said that they're open to maybe clarifying or adjusting portions of the policy statement in order to kind of help with some of the anxieties that the gas industry has had. So it's unclear exactly what the commission would do on these issues on Thursday. But, you know, we might expect to see some clarity or some changes to those policies. Also on Tuesday, environmental groups filed a lawsuit against the Interior Department, alleging that the agency violated public record laws by not responding to requests to release early drafts and communications about its report last year regarding federal oil leasing program provisions. The lawsuit, which was filed in the U.S. District Court of Montana, is the latest sign of tensions between President Joe Biden and environmental groups. Biden had campaigned on ending all new oil and gas drilling on public land, and his administration eventually held one lease sale last year. Meanwhile, environmental groups have criticized his administration for not doing enough to counter climate change. All of this comes as Republican attorneys general, oil industry groups, and others are trying to force the Biden administration to schedule more lease sales. The Interior Department did not immediately offer comment on the lawsuit. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed for the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Kelsey Tamburino, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron is working with partners in California to convert the methane from cow waste into renewable natural gas that, one day, can help fuel trucks across the nation? Find out more at chevron.com forward slash RNG.